Buenas tardes, good afternoon, and welcome back to the what, the what, I can't hear you. That's right, the Metropolitan Culture Corner. Once a month, we interview a figure from the world of art, music, and culture from the local and national and international community. This month, we interview a towering figure in Spanish music, and I do not say that lightly. With many artists who have a long and storied career, the best part of their history is namely that, their history, their past. The first couple of groundbreaking projects when they were really young and they made a name for themselves, and then, you know, they keep working, but they largely rest on their laurels. And now, while there is nothing wrong with that, I really admire artists such as our guest this month who could easily do the same but instead they choose to keep creating growing working with the same energy and passion and curiosity that they had the first time they ever picked up a guitar our guest this month is flamenco and classical guitarist composer session musician and record producer pedro javier gonzalez he has produced and collaborated with the who's who of spanish and catalan musicians from el ultimo de la fila to serrat manolo garcia maria del mar bonet tomatito and also one of my favorite contemporary artists raul rodriguez is many, many more over the past 30 years. He has performed at music festivals with a laundry list of international guitar heroes, such as B.B. King, John McLaughlin, Pat Metheny, Paco de Lucia, Tommy Emmanuel, and many others. Pedro Javier is known for his calm, cool stage presence and his incredibly precise playing, whether he's performing an original piece, a flamenco buleria, or a cover of a queen song. From winning top honors at national competitions in the 1980s to touring as a part of several of the top-selling acts in Spain in the 90s, going on to release a number of his own albums, producing other artists, writing for commercials, even appearing as a soloist with the Russian Philharmonic Orchestra in Moscow. When does this guy have time to sleep? He's a musician's musician and an artist who just doesn't stop because he loves what he does. So please welcome guitarist Pedro Javier Gonzalez to the Metropolitan Culture Corner. For me, there are no no styles of music. Music connects with me or not. I have no problem with ethnic music, with pop, rock, Indian, flamenco, classical. Sometimes you will find any melody or any harmony, any timbrical sensation that connects. And no matter what the style is, for me at least. Hello. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien. ¿Tú? Bien. And thank you for taking the time today. I know you're busy. I wanted to ask the most basic question of all, but one that to me is always very interesting to ask musicians. How did you begin playing the guitar and what made this passion turn into your career? Uh, well, you know, in my family, they, were, uh, they are men who works the wood, carpenters, and they love music. My uncles, they play guitar, they play laud, they play some band instruments, bombardino, trumpet, clarinet, you know, not professional, but amateur musicians. And one summer in the little town of my mother, I found a guitar made by my uncle. And I say, oh, what's that? How it works? And my cousin helped me to put the fingers. And I found uh, a very funny game, you know, and that was my first contact with the music and with the guitar when I was 10 years old. But then going from a 10-year-old boy playing around, having fun with his uncle's guitar to composing your own pieces and performing is a very big step. How did that happen? That was a very long way. My family loves music, but they didn't love as a profession. And that was the hard part for me, no? 
to try to find friends for play guitar, for have fun, for learn, for learning music. But you know, as I think in the life, if you want one thing and you really want with no doubt, you will find the ways for getting. People see you or other really talented musicians and say, wow, look at the gift that you have. But you have to work really hard to practice many, many hours. Of course, and especially the guitar. Guitar is really it's very nice instrument, but it needs uh, a lot of coordination in the brain and work with the fingers, the small finger, always want to go uh, in a different place where he go and yes you have to work but it's not a problem to work if you really love something not not a job it's having fun and working forget something better than yesterday it's a eternal learning never ends never ends the styles of music that you play include classical flamenco original pieces even arrangements of songs by super tramp or bob dylan from the 80s through today you've played with all different kinds of artists all styles of music so is there another artist who you've worked with or a project that really impacted how you play or how you see music many a lot the first music I listened was the band of the town of my mother. You know, music for the, for the Toros, for example, no? And, but when I uh, back to Barcelona, I discovered, for example, Beatles. I'm a big fan of Beatles. I have a, a CD playing covers of music of those Beatles. Beatles for me was very important. It was the first contact with pop music and good music. But because my instrument was the Spanish guitar, one day arrived Paco de Lucia and it slowed uh, my mind, no? Because his playing and his musicality, they connect very, very well with my taste and style. Well, the Beatles and Paco de Lucia are good influences, I think, yeah. <laughs> it seems very different the style, no? But for me, there is a connection with the musicality. Paco de Lucia was a composer, very melodic, also a great rhythm player, but the melodies and Beatles are melody, harmony. For me, it's very natural to go from one style to another. I think the styles was uh, something that the stores for CDs put, okay, classical, okay, world music, okay, jazz, uh, flamenco. But Camarón de la Isla, uh, flamenco, is very melodic. For me, it's very close to pop music. Because you've worked with all these different kinds of music and all these different artists, how is the creative process different for you when you're working on your own albums versus collaborating with another artist as a musician or as a producer? I think for me, there is no difference. I'm looking for the same, for the emotion, for the connection with the people who is going to listen to this music. For me, there is only one path, one way. Is working, looking for, looking for, put many things in the in the trash. Yes, looking for, looking for. So, as a producer, does it matter to you if you leave your musical fingerprints on the music, or your goal is just to make the best music possible? Well, I, I try to help the people I produce. For me, it's not important to put my fingerprint. No, I think I have to do the best for the artist who is asking me to work with his music. No, and I try to to get a long-distance view of his music, analyze and see in which parts I can help him to grow or to get the way he's looking for. How do you choose which projects to work on? Well, there are two ways. One way is about the artistic, of course. No? For me, always is if I get closer or if I feel comfortable with this music. That is the first. And well, that sometimes we have to do something for 
for money too, but always it's very important, very, very important to, to have the connection, the feeling, and if I can see, if I can put something good for this project. And do you have a favorite part of the process, either as a producer or for you as an artist? Is there the part that this is my favorite part? Hmm, interesting. I never thought about that. In general, I love to be in a studio and work, but well, there is a... <laughs> There is a moment in the day, at the end of the afternoon, seven, eight. I think for me is my best moment for recording guitars, for ideas, you know? I always try to do the more creative work in the afternoon. In the morning I do the technical things, you know, mechanical work, but doesn't matter if I'm mixing or if I'm mastering or recording or looking for an arrangement, no problem. You like it all? Yes, yes. My plan B, if music didn't work for me when I was young, was to do technique, audio technique, no? So I, I went to the university studying telecommunications, engineer of telecommunications, and I, I know I have good information in this work, and I love mixing, I, I love to work with machines, compressors, equalizers, I love that. That was one of my questions, because I know you studied electrical engineering, and I just think that's very cool, because I love the studio. How important do you think it is for musicians to learn and understand the technology side of things, the recording equipment, all of that, because many musicians say, I play, that's it. Yeah, no, no, for me, it's very, very, very important, very, very important, because you play different if you feel your sound is good. That's my experience, no? So it's important. There is one thing I think musicians don't work on, and for me it's very important, is the acoustic, architectonic acoustic, to understand how the sounds travel from your instrument till the ears of the audience, no? This is very important, and how the architecture modifies the behavior of the sound, no? People, well, people, some people, no? Takes the compressor, the distortion, the microphone, and say, okay, this is a good microphone. Okay, but it's not only the microphone, it's where you put, how is looking for, how sounds your instrument. There are many, many very interesting and very funny things about acoustic. That must be very different to work with you for a sound engineer than to work with other guitarists. For me, it's a, it's a game. I have fun with that. Speaking of performing, in your experience on stage, what is the difference between presenting a solo show versus playing with a trio or the whole band? Most of my professional work as a musician has been playing with bands, playing with rock bands, pop, flamenco bands. So I'm very comfortable with that. For me, the, the scary thing is to play solo. No? And that's because play solo is, I think, is more close to freedom as a musician. If you can play a good concert solo, for me, you are very independent. So you can modify the, the dynamics of the concert, of the performance, no? One of your most recent albums, not the most recent one, but the one from 2019, is called Babia. And I wanted to ask you about it because that is where I first saw you play. It's a little authentic tavern in the middle of Barcelona where musicians would come sometimes to eat, to relax, to jam. It's a special place. So why is your album called Babia? Well, for at least three reasons. One is this place where uh, we go after the concerts. The place is very, very nice. The people who works there, they always love music, love la poesia, 
painting. Uh, every artist there are very welcome. And you know, in a big city as Barcelona, it's difficult to find a place where you can get your guitar play and the men of the bar puts down the music for listening you know and somebody sings when i was very young there were many places like this but now in barcelona it's very 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 difficult to find some place like that that was one of the reasons the other reason was pavia is a region in spain in the north of spain in spain we say uh, you are in pavia when somebody is despistado thinking in a different thing distracted or daydreaming Dreaming, no? Yes, I like this idea because when you start to make a new composition, you start with a blank page. So you need to be in a condition with your brain and with your fingers. I love this way, disconnected of the TV, the news, you know, I like to be in Bavia. Okay, forget me, I'm in Bavia. Okay, perfect. Kind of a blank page where anything creative can happen as opposed to all these distractions from modern yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. That made me very happy, personally, to see the name of that album because I've seen some amazing performances at this little tavern. Just people who love music, who come after their concerts to continue to play music. I think that's very special. Yes, people who love music and other arts. You said before there were many more places like this in Barcelona. You're from Barcelona, so what do you think of the music scene now versus when you first started playing? I think that the places, they are not changing a lot. There are many places when I started, like Tarantos, some changes, but I think the style is not very different. Uh, and the music is every day better. Many great musicians now in Barcelona and great music. I'm, I'm very happy to have the opportunity to listen great music. Music is going well. The industry about the music, uh, that's different. But music as an artistic thing, great. Do you have projects with young musicians that you're working on now that you can talk about? Because you mentioned you were working on a flamenco rap fusion album and all these crazy, awesome, creative projects. Can you talk about them or are they secret? No, 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 it's not a secret because now we are finishing the album in a few weeks publish that. You know, when pandemic arrives, I think, okay, I see the time very, very long time, so I accept to try to do this fusion between flamenco and rap and electronic music thinking okay no no problem uh, pandemic one year okay no problem i start that but the work has been really hard and pandemic is close to ending and still working <laughs> with, with this album <laughs> but i'm really happy with the resultado with the ending we found very interesting very original and great quality songs that's really cool. When you're working with these younger musicians, you're teaching them from your experience. But you're also a professor of guitar at the Fundación Conservatorio Liceo, is that right? Yes, I teach improvisación y acompañamiento for flamenco guitar. So, improvisation and accompaniment. What's the most important thing you tell your students when it comes to being a good accompanist and also how to find their own voice improvising? Well, the, there is not only one thing. There are many, many, many things, but I try to, to focus in the rhythmic and the patterns grow his language. They get information about many styles. It's difficult to teach the improvisations if, if the person has no intuition for that, you know? But always we try to find the, the tools. 
Now, I noticed that both of your guitars that you tend to use were made by the same luthier, Geronimo Perez. Oh, Perez, sí. What makes those guitars special? Is there a reason why you use his guitars? From Geronimo, I have two guitars of Geronimo, but here I have um, a very old guitar. This one is from uh, 1972. Very nice guitar because the wood with the pass of time change timbrical characteristics, no? In this moment of my life, I like these old guitars because the sound, because comfortability. You know, my family, carpenters, wood, always together. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pedro Javier. And I'm very curious to hear all of your new projects, especially this new rap flamenco fusion project. See, I told you guys, a towering figure in Spanish music, yet such a nice guy. This is a musician's musician who knows his instrument, who knows his craft, who loves what he does. For me, one of the best examples that I could give you all of what makes Barcelona special, the kind of people that make up our incredible cultural, artistic, musical community. And that's what I love about the Metropolitan Culture Corner is the opportunity to get to know the people who create the music, the art, the literature, the poetry, the film, and so much more that keeps us sane, that keeps us entertained, that keeps us inspired, that teaches us, that makes us happy, you know? And that makes Barcelona the special city that it is. So tune in next month for the next edition of the Metropolitan Culture Corner. And don't forget to subscribe to our official YouTube channel and to our SoundCloud channel where you can hear every episode of the Metropolitan Culture Corner converted into a convenient podcast while you garden, while you clean the house, while you work out, while you whatever. Okay? Okay. And don't forget to practice, of course. Olé.